Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Welcome to the show. Aloha. David Williams is on the show today talking about his new book. Ross Noble's on the show today talking about his new tour. And James Blunt is playing live for us because his new album is out a week today. And this is the beginning of the run-up to that massive launch. He has a brand new book out. It's called James Blunt, loosely based on a made-up story. He's playing a gig in my garden next June on the 22nd of June on a Saturday. And you can be there if you want. If you're on the Frothy Coffee Man's mailing list, look at your emails. If not, email me, chrisdelovitsvirginradio.co.uk. You'll have to cough up uh, more than a few quid, but it's for all the usual charities, and there are only three places left. That's without an auction, because it's James Blunt. You want to hang out with James and Tim Peake and Kirsty Gallagher, our mother of the moon, and myself and the fam at ours next year for our first ever two-night dining disco. Hotel included, all that good stuff, Friday through to Sunday. Most people stay Sunday as well, because uh, Alan Brazil makes them. It's as simple as that. Yes, it does. <laughs> James's album, his new album, it's it's his best yet, in my ears, in my humble opinion. And he's definitely nailed on now my favourite contemporary artist because he just wears his heart on his sleeve. When he comes in to the studio to do things like this or, or you meet him at Carfest or you'll meet him in the gig in the garden if you come next year. By the way, there will be a text pair of tickets for a tenner uh, that you can have a go at um, just before the gig next June then he's lighter than air. And the reason he's lighter than air is because he gets it all out in his music. This album, it's got it all. It's got it all. And his book is fast becoming. I mean, I'm completely fanboying here, but it's all true. His book is fast becoming my favourite autobiography because it's just, there's no fat in it at all. There's just zero fat. So Vassas and I are having a blunt off this morning. We just, it's one quote from his book against another and we had our first round it was three versus three mm. I think I I just about cinched that one just before yeah, the news. I'll probably give you that one okay, but I'm, I'm confident now off you go again now we haven't compared those so we might pick the same quotes out of his book off you go here we go Vassos in a remarkable feat of disorganisation I ended up getting married on the same day as my best friend Billy so had to helicopter out of his to get to mine <laughs> It's not terrible, is it? And these are just literally random bits. You can stick a pin in. All right, that's up against this one. From that moment on, after your beautiful went worldwide and really caught fire, life got pretty weird, I have to admit. Ellen John would often call to check in. And one morning I heard myself saying things like, hold on, Elton, Mick Fleetwood's on the other line. <laughs> as far as HMRC is concerned, home is where your toothbrush charger is, for real. And so, with that, the tax investigation was over. 
By 2007, Les Deux was raging. Out on the street, all hell was breaking loose. We scrambled into my cheap Toyota Toyota hire car, the paparazzi in a frenzy. As I drove us out of the parking lot, with the paps chasing behind on foot, cameras flashes everywhere. The girl climbed out of the passenger seat. The girl. She straddled me. She shoved her tongue down my throat. And that's how I met Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I once slashed Ed Sheeran's face open with a sword and blamed Princess Beatrice. And the newspapers picked up on my lie and Buckingham Palace called, asking me to put the record straight. But then when I did, Ed Sheeran phoned to say that if I told the truth again, he'd throw me off the tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. In America, things were also becoming different. Your Beautiful had hit number one there too. It was the first number one by a UK artist since Elton John's Candle in the Wind. What? Uh, Oprah had me on the show and Ellen DeGeneres too. A bunch of times, the same day that Tom Cruise sent me flowers to wish me luck at the Grammys and the record label handed me a cheque for £10 million that my dad subsequently lost... I got a phone call from Kanye West saying, we should work together. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, and it's just like that. Sentence after sentence after sentence. Here's the thing. He's got the stories and he knows how to tell them. He does. James Blunt live on the show. You can be with him in our garden next year, June 22nd. If the Frothy Coffee Man has emailed you, there's only three pairs of tickets left. You know how it works. You can also email us here, christhelms.virginradio.co.uk, and I'll pass on your details to the man in charge of the whole shebang, the whole shaboodle, the whole kit and caboodle. Love the 80s? Then you'll love Virgin Radio 80s Plus. Love Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. He told you you're beautiful. He chased away the monsters, and he's about to give you flowers so you have a lot to thank him for. And now there's a new album, Who We Used To Be, out next week, alongside a new book, loosely based on a made-up story. And first, with his cover of Flowers by Miley Cyrus, it's the always razor-sharp James Blunt! And James is sitting opposite us now, Vasanai, in the studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It's so nice to wake up beside you. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> if only that were the case. James, I love the new, new album. It's off the chain, mate. It's, oh, I was not expecting it. It hit me full in the face like a punch from Mike Tyson. It's so good, man. Sweet. Thank you so much. Seriously. Um, it's come easily. The, the, the songs have come easily. Honestly? Yeah. Okay, is that because this is it? Is it because the more honest they are, the easier they come? Well, yeah, I think the more inspiration you have, the easier it is. You know, right. I, I did a greatest hits last year. None of these songs are going on that greatest hits, so these are all <laughs> bonus tracks in my life. Uh, but also, lots is going on. My my, 
my place in the world is changing. Last album about my dad, yep. you know, and, and now I have to start thinking about looking after my parents more than they might have to look after me, more than they have looked after me. Um, and my place has changed because I have children now and I, I have to write and think about them instead yep. of number one here. So it's just that my shift in place and it's just been a ton of inspiration, you know, and, and, and the highs and lows of a life, you lose friends along the way. People have troubles along the way. There's been lots to write about. Yeah, best friend ever. That's a song and a half, let me tell you. I was looking for my Monsters track on the album. There's like four or five. Yeah, there's a couple of mis oh miserable ones on gosh. there. It's brilliant, James. Honestly, it's a really, I love it. I love it. You're sweet. Thank Honestly, you. Honestly, it's so good. And we'll talk about it more later. We'll talk about the album more later. If you want to join us in my garden next year, there are three pairs of tickets left. And we haven't even had an auction. James, normally for the dining disco or the gig in the garden, we have an auction, a massive auction. Yeah. We just put it out to email and like, it's unbelievable. £1.3 million in the bank, thanks to you saying yes. No, incredible of your, of your donors to do that. How, it's ridiculous. How amazing. And some of them are here this morning and really you're, you're shaken by the poor. But there are, if you want, we could have an auction. I don't want an auction. Uh, there are three pairs of tickets left. If you want to, if you've got, if you have a, a, an email from the Frothy Coffee Man, then you have a look at it. If not, just email me now, chrystalems at virginradio.co.uk. It's our first ever two night event. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Saturday, June 22nd, next year. For all our usual charities, all the kids, and also your charity. What's your special charity that you went for? Um, the Blue Marine Foundation, yeah. which is uh, about ocean sustainability um, and regenerating the fish stocks in, in, the, in the ocean. And I have to say, you, you immediately called me out and said, will I perform at any, all the money... Uh, can go to my charity, the amount of money that could go to this charity of my choice. And I have to say, you're just the, the most amazing human being in the way that you raise funds. And I said before <laughs> I, before the mics were live, you are going to heaven. Well, um, you're an amazingly good human being. I think being. I might be allowed for a day, a day visit. Um, uh, <laughs> along with yourself, and would you, we'll have a look. What the, how the other I don't half think I'm getting, I don't think I'm getting in, but I'm definitely going to be asking. I'm going to say I'm with Chris. James, if I'm you're his not, plus one. James, if you're not getting in, I ain't getting in. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway, look, let's get onto the book. The book is fantastic. The book is the leanest autobiography I've ever read. We've been having fun all morning, Vassas and I. We've been having a blunt. Leanest, leanest sounds like there's no, not many pages. Oh uh, no, it's it, it's so. It's it's so fat free. It's a proper size book, of course it is, but it's just it's not page after page, it's paragraph after paragraph. You just stick a pin in, don't you, Vass? Well the thing is, James has got the stories and he really knows how oh. to tell them. So let's get on talking to the man himself about them. Uh, we're just gonna play true or false with you. I'm cause... not gonna do that. I can't do that. Well, okay. Well, I deny everything. Tough. My lawyer told me to deny don't everything. Don't care. Uh, here we go. Okay, so um well they were all outside. Two thousand seven, late there was raging. Britney Spears, Nicole Richie, Paris Hilton, put out on the street all hell broke. Lace. We scrambled into my cheap white Toyota hire car, the paparazzi in a frenzy. As I drove us out the parking lot with the paps chasing behind on foot, camera flashes everywhere. The girl climbed out of the passenger seat. She straddled me. She shoved her tongue down my throat. And that's how I met Lindsay Lohan. That would be stupid. That's, you don't meet someone like that, like that <laughs> do on, you? I once slashed Ed Sheeran's face open with a sword and blamed Princess Beatrice and the newspapers picked up on my lie and Buckingham Palace called, asking me to put the record straight. But when I did, Ed phoned to say that if I told the truth again, he'd throw me off the tour. Not Ed, it was his manager. <laughs> All right, OK, here we go with another one. You're beautiful, hit number one in America. The same day... Tom Cruise sent me flowers to wish me luck at the Grammys and the record label handed me a cheque for £10 million that my dad subsequently lost. 
So listen, it's called Loosely Based on a Made-Up Story. It's a memoir of, of, written by someone who has no memory. Um, and, and actually, the phrase really is, everyone has a, one book in them, don't they? I should have kept my book inside. No, me. come on. It's, I don't know which bit. I think they're all true. I think all the stories are true. I think maybe the cheque was for £10 million or maybe a million pounds or maybe £100 million. I think that's how you're playing with it. So... I mean, you know, some things uh, are, are in the papers anyway. You know, the, 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 the sword yeah. slashing moments been in the sun and, and those moments outside Ledu nightclub being chased by paparazzi. You can kind of see, you can see the photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you could have written this book any time. Uh, why did you write it now? Why is it out now? It's When it comes to a memoir, or any book really, but specifically a memoir, it's not so much about writing the book and what's in it. It's about then having to talk about what you've written and why you wrote it. And yeah. you're experiencing that right now more more friendly here than than other places um you're quite nervous about the book coming out aren't you well yeah you know i think now's a good time because it's most of this is doing you know the drug addled haze of the of the noughties um 20 that's 20 years ago now and if i left it another 20 years well you wouldn't know who the hell I, i'd be irrelevant and so would the likes of jedward are also in the book so <laughs> you know we'd be out of the of the social the society's conversation so maybe now's a good time but it's so like i say it's it's so lean not because it's there's nothing in it just because it's tight and bright Right. Um, whoever edited it, I presume you just wrote loads of stuff and then said, just get rid of anything that's irrelevant and just get on with the, the, the gold. No, I just that's how I wrote it, actually. The really? editor didn't, didn't really cut anything out at all. Um, so you wrote it like that? Yeah, but, you know, I work best with Twitter where I just work, work, I write so few words. And so that's why with this, even to expand it has been difficult. It's taken me this... two years to expand. Um, and that's why it is lean in its, and there's no kind of excess. The, it is Twitter trained, actually. Now you've said that, um, that, that sort of speaks volumes. Give us some more, Vassos. Uh, Carrie Fisher walked into my room one <laughs> afternoon and asked me if I'd like to meet Elizabeth Taylor. Come on. <laughs> you can't swear, but, you know, hell yes, I said. Uh, hell yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we kept 200 horses at Knightsbridge, riding them around the streets of London at 6am each morning, past nightclubs I'd fallen out of an hour before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a great way of life. Um, when you have a number one in America, it's different. Because obviously, if you're successful in any lane, in any field, in any pool or, or whatever, you know, life can be sweet for a while and then you go back to who you are anyway. That's, the, that's how it all works, isn't it? That's the paradise syndrome, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have a number one in America, it, it really does change. Life changes and is never the same again. What, what was the, what's the difference? How did it explode? How is it still? Um, how is that one song getting to number one in America compared to everything else from, from a world title fight point of view? I think it, it meant the same for the UK as well, to go number one there. I think what was frightening for me was that I always expected to get to number two and be happy with that right. and be this anonymous guy who used to, you might have known the song but not known the person. And then when you get to number one, you stop being a musician. Right. And you become a, a, a celebrity instead, a person of you know of, uh, that people know their faces, and that was very frightening because you know I've come out of the army. I'm, I was a reconnaissance officer. I like to hide in bushes. Of course, um, I like to not be seen necessarily. And, and I was genuinely frightened. I got the call from my radio representative, Atlantic Records, saying, you're number one, you know, not Coldplay to number two. And, and, and I walked up and down that room in the hotel room in Switzerland where I was swearing. And, you know, and that's, and that's when life changes. Well, that's when paparazzi would be chasing a lot. Um, and, you know, and dangerously so as well. And, and suddenly, yeah, suddenly you feel a little bit hunted. Uh, yeah, which is inc incredible for you to say, having been a tank captain in the army, um, you're now being pursued... Um, 
with sort of snipers with different weapons. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and just the, the the struggle to be to have a private life in any way. It's Over. Just, you know, because sometimes you just want to stay out late and not be seen. You don't want your parents to see, and suddenly yeah. it's splattered all over newspapers. And there's two ways you can do that. One is by actively surreptitiously trying to strategically sort that out, being you know secretive or back door here, back door there, whatever. Or you can just in plain sight, just go for it and... and uh, yeah, you know. and I'm a normal human being and yeah. I want to be treated normally, so it was strange to be... So you went to be, for the latter, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and yeah, it's just a difficult... It was a difficult balance. That said... I had an, I've had and still have an amazing time. You yeah. know, that's that's one minor downside. The, you know, the benefit is those nightclubs I'm talking about, I was being swept up to the front of the queue and walked in in a way, you know, that's, that's why I got into the music business in the first place, just to get into the nightclub <laughs> in the first place. And I was having an incredible time. It's given me an amazing life of touring the world. Um, and, you know, and I've got my feet on the ground and, uh, and, I've, uh, and I've managed to meet an amazing person at the end of it and, 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 and as I say, hold a sense of normality. Yeah, well, talk about... About, um, uh, the album and how that pertains to your life now because it's such an interesting album I mean it's all of your heart on all of your sleeve it is fantastic James honestly congratulations you're so kind it's, it's so cool um, when you're invited on Oprah in, in the States you know and other things happen in, in North America what's that like? Well, amazing. We'd done a show um, down in um, Brixton, the Brixton Academy, and then she sent over a jet to whiz me over to go onto her show. An actual jet from yeah, Oprah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then, um, <laughs> and then you know, I thought I'll play, I'll play the, I'll play the hit. We played "You're Beautiful," and then you know, you only get one song. And that's fine. But I've flown a long way, so then I turned to the audience and said, hey, "Can I play another?" And she obviously didn't want me to play another. Right. But the audience all shouted yes. So I got to play "Goodbye, My Lover" as well, and you know, the audience all cried, and and that was the moment. And then the album really. Took it took took off in America. Oh, and what happens? What happens for the next six to twelve months then, as a result of that? I mean, is is an appearance on Oprah? Is smashing on Oprah? Is it as much of a catalyst as we think? Absolutely, it is? yeah. I mean, the albums are selling through the door, and then literally, I'll be in three cities every day. Right, three cities in every day. So you're taking you know two flights a day, um, and you're just moving between radio stations, uh, and, and that's kind of a six month period. And then the tour went on for two and a half years. Wow. So, you know, absolutely amazing experience. And you say your feet are on the ground now. Uh, were they always on the ground? Was there a bit of levitation going on? Can you remember that? Did you sense it at the time? Were, were people around you there for yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely um, was uh, living a life and, uh, and, you know, and it was, yeah, I think it probably was slightly feet off the ground at a stage. But, you know, I've been very, very lucky. Um, when, I, when things got difficult in any way, when I did struggle, when I was losing my head or losing my mind, um, I have a very close family and my parents were there and they, my mother would be there saying get a grip and stop being a sport little really? brat uh, and for that I've been very very lucky so so that's from your mum what did you get from your dad when it was when it was mental um you know he's he, he's you know she she's the one who'd tell me off like that and and he'd say yeah what she says <laughs> wise <laughs> yeah which in itself is advice isn't it? it's vicarious advice um james this album it's has it been a long time coming because obviously you had the greatest hits which gives you a bit of breathing space that can go either way you talked you mentioned the the name atlantic records there i was sent this watermark sort of secret encoded version of your album from Atlantic Records you're still with them you've signed yeah. a new deal with them yeah I've been forever I love them as a record label they've looked after me incredibly well which is rare for an artist to talk about their label with such love I really yeah. they've looked after me and then you know they put me in a studio every three years and say come on James come up with an album right and sometimes I don't have much to say and so they, you know I'm scraping around for ideas this time I've just had a ton of stuff to write about um, and, and the inspiration has been there and so the album has really got a lot it's coming from me and it's not for the label it's not for an audience yeah. they're songs for me and my 
my family and those people I know. The song that I wanted to write for Carrie Fisher since she died in 2016, I've at last written it. That's the one you mentioned before called yeah. Dark Thought. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and there's just been t a ton of things to write about and I feel released from a greatest hits. Suddenly I've found I'm writing songs for me and, that's, and that, those are the honest songs and those are the songs that you'll get as well because you'll know they're real. Um, I've got to talk about the album a bit because we sort of slipped onto that subject now. We'll talk about it more later. Uh, there's, there's so there's so so many different aspects of the album. There's so many re relationships that it speaks to, and it's like a bit like a murder mystery. I'm guessing who's that about? Is that now or is that the 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 ex whose wedding you're invited to? Did that happen last Tuesday? Is that song been on hold for ages? How does that go down at home? And then here's a question for you, James Blunt. Right? There's one track begins with footsteps. When does an artist, and it's happened before, Wham did it on um, Club Tropicana, uh, Roxy Music used to do it on every other track. When does an artist decide to put footstep, footsteps <laughs> on the beginning of a track? Yeah, well, for me, it was the, a journey uh, in Los Angeles where I went back to Carrie Fisher's house right. um, to feel a little bit of her spirit and her soul at the house that I lived in with her. I lived there between 2002 and 2016 when she died, whenever I was writing and recording music. Then, you know, she, she was gone and I couldn't stay there and I was in a hotel um, where I used to put my band up and I still remember the kind of stains on the floor in that hotel from various after parties. <laughs> and then I thought I'd go back to her house, the kind of mad moment. And I, and I drove up the hill, um, parked outside her gate, walked to the steps and put my hand on the gate and said, God, Carrie, I miss you so much Aww. and shed a tear. Um, and, that, and that's that song. It and it was, sale. what then happened at that moment was that a star map tourist van full of tourists through they were showing tourists where various celebrities live pulled up outside her house and on the tannoy the tour guide said and on your left you can see the great the late great Carrie Fisher's house and as you can see some fans are still deeply moved by her passing <laughs> and that was me having my blub on the gate thinking God rod off I was a housemate for heaven's sake she's my best friend ever which is in the song where'd you get the footsteps from um, I just a stock footstep. Library, it wasn't library anyway. footsteps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> library oh, footsteps. I wonder if the same ones that Wham used. We've, we've got. We've got to have a little because there's a clunk on a door. They're on gravel though, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Different. James, great to see you, man. So good to you see you. You are the best. Yeah, such fun. You Thank are you. the best. You have a great family around you, both of musicians and the blood relatives, and your family now. Your new, your own family going forward. Um, you are. You seem to encourage. You have this gravity of goodness around you um i wouldn't go that far no but you do though i can say that about you, you can't say that about you but i really can you know the vibe around your orbit is awesome mate yeah I, you know what i really believe I've, I've been very very lucky i've had this incredible experience and the, you know there are bit, bits along the way but i i'm in the most amazing position where i walk down the street and people say hi in a lovely way which they do with you yeah. um and it means it just means you know it opens you up there's like life is pretty good like this life is great isn't it yeah it is so sweet so sweet all right get back in your box go on then because somewhere she's probably dancing with her blonde hair falling like ribbons on her shoulders just like we always saw yes everybody control room round of applause let's hear it come on now Oh my goodness me. Someone's I, screaming there. I wouldn't like to have to follow that. No, not with an interview about my book. 
But somebody's got it. Who might that be, Vassos? He's the multi-award winning comedian and actor and multi-million best-selling author who's just come up with another belter. His 39th kids' book, The Blunders, what? is out now. <laughs> so we'll see your Michelangelo's David and raise you a David Walliams! Yes! Hang on, hang on. Thirty nine. Okay, let me say this: Eni Blyton wrote over two hundred. Yeah. Michael Morpurgo, the author of War Horse, has mm. also written over two hundred. He's written so many books, no one can remember how many books he's written. Right. Okay. So please, some people write one book. Yes. Some people, like you, read one book. <laughs> but I. Have <laughs> <written>. <laughs> <laughs> he's on fire today, isn't he? He's been to the gym. He's, he's, all, he's lost all this weight on the old stress diet. <laughs> no, so yeah, I have written a lot, but you know what? I love doing it. I've just been like uh, around the country signing books, like meeting people, and and you know what? As long as people want to read your next book, it's a fantastic thing. And and we're all parents in this room, right? Yes, we're all dads. Yes. And getting your kids to read is not always the easiest thing, is it? No, it's not. And you can actually, you know, you can you can read them into falling in love with books. You know, I didn't. I used to write more than I read. You know, mm. uh, and I wrote myself into lo the love of reading. So it doesn't matter how you get there, as long as you get. Did there. you read as a child? No, I read one book for, what, for which one was it? It was Black Beauty and a Soul, okay. which I loved. I thought that's, that's it. That is that was the one book you're referring to, and it was so good. Good luck, all other books. I thought and left mm. it a while. You then realised that was wrong. One, you go, it was so good. I don't need to read another. <laughs> Literally, um, I, we I remember to... <laughs> meeting some girls. How oh, would you like books? I prefer magazines myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're not quite not the same thing, are they? Quite the same, or instructions for things maybe yeah but it's just the blunders is just meant to be fun oh there he goes dropping the title straight the blunders he's very good at this sorry the blunders yes sorry you interrupted chris the blunders <laughs> yes is just meant to be fun it's like a family of mr beans who all live in a crumbling country house in the 1930s and it's about all their misadventures yeah. don't worry i was gonna ask you all those questions it's called Chris, it's called The Blunders. The Blunders. Do you want to come in? Do you want to have a live? Come in and meet David. These are lovely people who paid know, loads of money to be here. very generous people. Like uber generous people, ridiculously. So it's The Blunders. The Blunders, yeah, yes, The Blunders. The Blunders. <laughs> now, you have a dog called Bert and you have yeah. a dad called Bertie. Well, yes, it's I do. It's all the bees. I do. I like bees. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Hello, David. Well, hello, generous he's, he's people. He's got a book out. It's called The Blunders. It's called The Blunders, everybody. So, yeah. um, it's his 39th book. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quantity over quality. Do we have an oo for that? 39 books? <laughs> That's 39 different books. <laughs> Not yeah, you can't write the same, same one over and over again, Chris, like you did with your autobiographies. <laughs> Boom! He's coming fighting. <laughs> but he's going to go down, let you me like tell it. you. Can I've not back? even started yet. Can Everybody's I... got a plan till I punch him in the yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us all the Bs. So for mum and dad. Yes. Okay, um, Bertie and... Bertie and Betsy Blunder. You sure? They're Lord, they're yeah. Lord and Lady Blunder. OK, and the kids? The kids are called Bunny and Brutus. It almost sounds like you've read and it. And there's... <laughs> of course I've read it. And, um, and Old Lady Blunder is the grandma. And they have a pet ostrich called yes. Cedric. Why wouldn't they? And they have a butler called Butler, Butler the Butler. Come on! Then they can't forget his name or his job. Did you run out of names or did you think it's funny to call the Butler the Butler? Uh, what's that? Did I write the names? Did you run out of names? No, I didn't run out of names. I can come up with lots they're of names, They're so Chris. posh, though, aren't they? They just call him Butler. Yeah, That's the butler, point. Butler the Butler, yeah. Because they so, they're almost too posh for their own good. 
Correct. What I, what the starting point was yeah. was I just thought, is there a way of doing a kind of silent comedy mm-hmm. as a book? Yes. Because I grew up with silent comedy, like because the, the things like Laurel and Hardy were repeated, mm-hmm. and then sort of night uh, in the sort of eighties, and I watched Harold Lloyd and Charlie Chaplin, and then of course we had Mr. Bean. Yes. And and I and you know you go to meet any child and they say I love Mr. Bean. And I thought, is there some way of doing Mr. Bean type humor? So is any way of ripping off Mr. Bean? See, that's you're projecting what you would do, Chris. <laughs> you would rip off Mr. Is Bean. Me, I'm off... paying homage. You started it. Is there any way of ripping off Mr. Bean, combining it with Roldal's twits and making a few quid? Well, I mean, <laughs> now you say it, that does actually ring true. Yes. Right. So they go and see a banker because the thing about Daddy, Daddy, he's Daddy um, Blunder. He's always he's always inventing stuff. Yeah. He's got a bit of Caractacus Potts about him. So it's yes. a, there's a bit of theft from Chitty Chitty Bang. Oh bang yeah, there, yeah. Now you say it, that rings a bell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you started it. Um, so he goes and sees the banker. The banker then comes to see him and yeah. gets him to sign some kind of dubious contract. Yeah. So basically, if his invention, which is a uni shoe which is one shoe uh so both feet in one shoe both feet in one shoe so you have to hop if that fails then the house uh blunder hall belongs to the bank and so come on And so uh, it's it's quite it's quite weird with an audience. uh, I've grown up sounding like children. (laughs) And and so the family have to come up with the money to save Blonde Hall. That's da, da, a, it's, as simple as that. it's as simple as that, Chris. Come on, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's I very, very funny. Do you remember? So the Unishi used to be in the Sunday Mirror yes, every week. Yes, I know. And that's what I was inspired by. So a little bit, obviously, the Sunday Mirror colour supplement. Because I remember seeing it. It was basically like a um, a slipper, a, yeah. a pair of slippers. It looked like a hot water bottle. older person. Yeah. Because you probably have a walk-in bath now, do you? Yeah, well, I... No, I... <laughs> I used to have a walking bath, but then I got one of those cranes yeah, that lowers me in. That's good. You yeah. know, I thought I'll, I'll, I'll uh, liquidate a few shares because yeah. the old Nasdaq's not going yeah. that well at the moment, and I'll get one of those cranes yeah, for, but... for, for for me and my children's sh- collection of Shetland ponies. And the children like going up and down on the Stanley stair lift, don't they? So it's it's win-win. Yeah. I was thinking the door for the bath. It just seems like a I recipe know. for disaster. But then all the water comes out. It's so like... you have to sit in the bath I as know. it fills up. Then yeah. you have to wait for it all to go out until you can open the door. Have you? Because because there, there's Butler the Butler in this book. Mm. Have you had experience of a Butler? Because we've had Butler chat already this week on the show, haven't we? Mm. Which which is quite interesting. The only Butler I've ever met. Well, I've met some people around. Have you ever been to Buckingham Palace? No, but I've been to Jimmy Carr's house, which is not dissimilar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not quite as impressive, I'll be honest no, with you. No, but he's got Have you more been butlers. to Buckingham Palace? No, but I've been to Jimmy Carr's house. No, because it's a butler chat. Yes. He likes a butler chat. Yes, he does. Well, the, but um, Elton John has a, has a butler. Come on, Elton John. It, um, he's had a butler for like sort of 50 years yeah, or something Jimmy, like that. Yeah, Jimmy, come on. What's that with you? And... Um, well, it's a very nice thing, and Elton John should have a butler. He should have shouldn't a butler. Shouldn't he? Because he's Elton John. He's, he's Sir, Sir Elton he's John. Sir Elton John. So, um, no, I haven't really had experience of butlers, but I did find it. The funny thing about the <laughs> royal, royal family is the people around the royal family are often posher than the actual royals. Yeah. Because I went to Buckingham Palace the first time when I'd swum the channel for charity, and I got to take my mum. 
this man, sort of courtier, came up and he said, he said, ah, Mr. Williams, a swimmer. Uh, you may be interested to know that there is a swimming pool here in Buckingham Palace. And I said, oh, wow, well, I'd love to see it. The chances of you seeing it are nil. <laughs> said, All right, you mentioned it. I wasn't even that bothered. Yeah. How do I know it exists now? Yeah. Um, we had Luke Evans on the show the day before yesterday, and he was talking about his new play, which is all. Uh, I think is it, it called it, Backdoor Billy? Backdoor Billy, yes. Yeah, which is about the Queen Mother's butler. Yes, uh, who was her butler for over fifty years, and you know, you talking about the affectations of members of, of staff around the royal family. This guy apparently was an absolute legend. Do you sound yes, like you know I, about I, him? Or well, what? I have read about it a bit because I'm quite interested about sort of you know stories about the royals. And one of the things isn't isn't didn't she she used to call the butler to change the channels on the on the television? Did he tell this story or not? No, well he, so, he he's never told. Backdoor Billy's never said anything oh, right, to okay. anyone. Well, she was meant to have called the butler. Had a little bell, right? So the butler could come in and change it from like BBC One to BBC Two. She watch the rating. And then one day they got her like a new TV with a remote control. I said, oh, madam, you can do it yourself. She said, no, I'd, I'd still like to call the butler to change the channels. <laughs> On the remote she control. She didn't want to leave, the, she wouldn't want to use so the remote funny. control. And so also, funny. there is quite a good story in Paul Burrell's book right. about they're waiting for the Queen and Princess Margaret to arrive at like Balmoral, and they're just watching the TV. And then Princess Margaret rushes in touches the back of the television, feels that it's warm, and goes, Lilibet, they've been watching our television. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Off with all their heads. I know. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? Oh, all right. You Dave. wouldn't want to be royal, would you? I'm happy where I am, I think. Mm. Don't you? We all have our own throne of sorts. Mm. I think we? it'd be tough, though, being royal, right? Yeah, well, it's an extraordinary experience, I suppose, if it's all you've ever known. Mm. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? I know. I, I wouldn't. Um, you know, who said recently, somebody said, um, somebody talked about fame, you know, and being royal, of course, is fame of sorts, if not the, the most famous you can be, especially if you're part of the of the um, British royal family. But fame is a prison. It's the opposite. Mm. So you have all the just talking to James Blunt about this. You have mm. all the opportunities with that comes vulnerability with that mm. comes all these other different things. I mean, I'd rather take it than not. I'm sure mm. you, you subscribe well, to the lots same. Of, I tell you, the best thing about it is you can sort of make people happy yeah. just by sort of appearing or saying hello to people, doing a picture with someone or whatever. Does David uh, make you happier this morning being here? Yeah. yeah. That's it was nice. Quite, it was quite muted, It was a it? bit muted. <laughs> Not, Hooray, I have yeah. one fan. There it, we are. And I signed some... For you, I signed... I, I've, I've given you my new book. Yeah. For your children. Well, he's giving it to you still... for now. You'll have to pay later, yes. I would imagine. Well, I, I have my own uh, chip and pin machine that I brought with me. Chip and pin, chip and pin. I'm buying or selling, buying or selling. Anyway, the reviews are in. Here we go. The Blunders, the brand new David Williams offering his 39th book. Maybe his last two. You never know. You never know what's around the corner. No, I've already written another one. Have you? Yeah. For the big 4-0? Uh, yeah, this will be the... A big one. Will that be particularly tumultuous because it's the 40th? Mm, I don't think anyone will care other than me. But uh, I quite, quite care. No, about I that. mean it's it's good. But you know, if people are eager to read them, mm. then it's nice to keep writing. All right. Them. Well, here we go. Uh, reviews just in for people who are listening to the show for the first time. That may well be happening right now. Let's hope so. Uh, who is this reviewing the Some book? Some the last time. And this is uh, <laughs> only because you're is, on it. Is, anyway, go on. Uh, She's usually better than this, everyone. Our nine-year-old Mary, who, as of three weeks ago, now gets paid two pounds per review. She mm. does the reviews on this show for the kids' books, and this oh. is what she thought, David, of the blunders. Here we go. The blunders. 
blunders is hilarious because the blunders are all hilarious, including Cedric the ostrich, who almost ate all of the plans to turn Blunder Hall into Blunder Borstal. But if he had, I suppose there would be a story. And that would mean no silly inventions. Like Credis connects 444 and the Unishoe. She, said, she did. She said it's hilarious. No, I didn't about, hear that bit. No, she said it was hilarious. <laughs> I didn't hear that bit. About a hundred really? times. No. I think we parachute that in. That's very good editing. That was from. So um, you've basically interrupted a child. No, that was from the Tim Peake review, wasn't it? Because I could tell the difference in the intonation there. No, she loved Why did it. He pick on me. Of course she did. Why does he pick on me? It's um, often you do it when you have a crush on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, gotten red. Oh no, he was no, always re- he was red already. There are <laughs> exceptions that prove the rule. Am I more red than his book has been? My book is yellow. That's what I no, but has it been read? Oh, has it been read? Will it ever be read well, by anyone? Well, not by you. That's You've read the, the first page. That's it. Um, yeah, it's very much lacking in pictures. I've found. Um, <laughs> tell us Don't about... pick your nose I when you're presenting a radio I show. Was, what are you going to do with it now? I was picking nose. I was. <laughs> I was merely. It's on your finger now. I... Do something. Get rid of it. Yes. I mean, if you've got what, a tissue, what what I don't want it. Get a tissue. It's cheaper than Wrigley's. Oh, jeez. All right. Does he always do this? Um, <laughs> tell us about Blunder Hall. Tell us about where they live. No, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I didn't, I didn't even want to ask the question. I just looked at the clock and thought, oh, I've three minutes left of this. Yeah, I am, what, no, I am interested. Blunder Hall is where, it's a crumbling country house, yeah. so... I sort of thought, you know, Laurel Hardy always sort of given a task, aren't yeah, they, yeah, of sort yeah. of fixing a building and then they destroy it in the process yes, yes. of fixing it. So that's the kind of thing I wanted to happen. Those kind of so you've stolen from Laurel and Hardy, Laurel and Hardy as, well. as well. Yes, there we are. They can the long. Has list there ever people. been more literary thefts in one book? That's what I'm asking myself this morning. <laughs> uh, so James Blunt is going to play our gig in the Garden Art down mm. in the Disco. You've been at these days before. Mm. I'm going to ask you now to come and, and do a Q and A at James Blunt. Would you like it? to see David at James Blunt's? <laughs> Well, Saturday, June twenty second next year. I'm there in my garden. Done deal. But can, but listen. Yes. Could listen. I do a little one man show for the for the kids, for the families? Well, there aren't any children coming. Mm. Well, so, could you invite some? Uh, no. Maybe uh, the parents would like. Oh, they don't want to because they all like no, to get drunk. No, it's they, and, they're paying. And, it's part of the and deal. Wife swap. They get like. <laughs> They well, do we... look like swingers. When you look at them, you do think, yeah, they've got something about them yeah. that swings. Swing fest. There you Yay! go. Why that, that would be happen? a lot more popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's you that likes cars, Chris. Come Most on. people don't care about them. No, um, we do say, you were there at the last Dining Disco mm. where we said, you know, the great thing about the Dining Disco is some people aren't in a couple. Some people come on their own or they come with a friend. And the great thing about the history of the Dining Discos over the last 19 years now is that as, as a result of Dining Discos, there have been six marriages. Right. How well, many? There have also been... Uh, 17 divorces. Yes! yes! <laughs> Two divorces. No, I'm what happened? Nothing. What did Nothing. You, no, I'm joking. What did you say? Have, what did you do? People don't get divorced for charity. But, you know, if they want to, then, then I'm your guy. Okay. So will you come? Yes, Promise? I would love is to. You d- always do that. What you do is you do it live on air. I know, of course. 
So what if I asked you to do things live on air? Would you do them? No, I would. Would you come over to my house and do some light dusting? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Chris. We're live on air. Would you come over and just? Because I know you're. I'm all right then. Yeah. And would you do it nude? Yes! <laughs> I would only do it nude. Come dabbit hood. You know you go to some people's house and it's your shoes off house, you know that? that? That's not my... I know people always ask, do I need to take my shoes off? And I say, no, you just need to take everything else off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can leave your shoes on. Yes. However, no. the rest of it, off! off. <laughs> um, David, great to see you, man. David not... Williams, the blunders. Uh, stick around, enjoy James. We're done for next year. That is a done deal. Yes, yeah, Saturday the 22nd. Who's playing? James Blunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that would be a deal breaker. Oh, I think I'm busy. And Sam Ryder? I think I'm busy seeing the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Uh, no, you've got to come, yeah? Yes, I, okay. I will. Sam Ryder's playing If well. I'm available. No, you've got to just say yes. Well, I don't know. Sign I might be on holiday. No, I, no, might be, no, no. I might be writing another best-selling book, Chris. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Just sign a bit of paper. All right. Can okay. I have an autograph, please? For, well, just I've at the signed, bottom, so I can put I've a contract on the top. I've signed copies of the blunders yeah. for your children. Okay, thank you. Um, so yeah. hopefully they'll enjoy my, your many children. One of your many children. Many, many children. How many have you got? I five, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A couple of grandchildren. Really? I know, I know, I know. Go and say it. Well, I thought you'd have had them a long, long time ago. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, is it James Blunt next or are we playing the tune I don't know He's what we're doing. He's gone already again! I love it. Hang on a second, let me have a listen. What are we do next? Please. What's that? Aztec camera. Aztec camera, all right. David Williams, everybody, Aztec. come on! Aztec the blunders! Not, and not the Pet Shop Boys? No! Sorry, I apologise. Aztec camera. We should play the Pet Shop Boys. Um, David, thank you very much indeed. David Williams, one more time. <laughs> Gets better. Sweet, thank you. Um, the voice is warming up now, isn't it? <laughs> Adrian says a couple of car fests ago, you asked James to play Monsters. I lost my dad to COVID and hadn't come to terms with it. That song that evening, I cried my heart out in Jodie Schechter's field. My best mate held me tight and I was able to move on. It means so much. James, you know, we get a lot of texts, uh, you know, when you come and perform, um, when we just play your songs on the radio, uh, they're, they're really important, you know. And I know that you wear things lightly on your sleeve because that's the way you sort of cope with this thing called fame and all that stuff but you are more than aware of of the power that music has and your music has in particular when you hear me read a text like that which I can barely get through to be honest how does it make you feel I mean it's the greatest reward really as a musician I write songs about my own life experience and then someone will send a message um, through you or to me uh, and about how the song relates to them and their experience and often it's much more more moving in many ways their story um, and for me that's the kind of magic of music in the first place where you know our politicians try and divide us um, where the world seems so divisive on online music is at least a, a great um, medium to bring people together and say no you, you and I we are the same no matter where we're from in the world we do as humans feel the same thing and, and that, there's a magic in that yeah um, you know let food be thy medicine uh, somebody said once in Greece many thousands of years ago but let music be thy medicine let life be thy medicine exactly 
Uh, Vicky Cremel uh, comes uh, at the same subject from a completely different direction, which is what we love. I've always loved James Blunt, but after the birth of my first son 18 years ago, he saved my sanity. Uh, George was one hell of a grumpy newborn. But once I found uh, that JB singing Beautiful was the only thing that would stop his tears and send him to sleep, I was his number one fan. <laughs> Sweet, I find the best way of dealing with children is just to have earplugs. <laughs> and, you know, that solves it. Every time I, I meet you, and I've been lucky enough to be in your company, James, you do have this lightness about you. Um, but your album, this album especially, couldn't be any deeper. Is that, is, I mean, obviously, music therapy, of course it is. It's an outlet. Um, it's, it's, uh, and enables us who can't make music to, to be um, to be uh, uh, cared for by, if you like. Sorry, that's a clumsy phrase. But you know, music is what feelings sound like. I suppose um, we get to we get to benefit have the benefit of that. You have the same experience, but from being the source of it all. This is a heavy album, man. Um, you know, it doesn't sound heavy, but it really is. If you listen to the lyrics, is that how come you are able to sim seemingly float around the real world? By yeah, putting I think definitely it's, it is, uh, it's the therapy I need yeah. uh, writing a song. It's the cathartic nature of writing music is it gets it all out and it means that then I can skip down the street with a little, <laughs> with a lightness <laughs> in my, on my shoulders, exactly that. And does it feel like you, you, you're empty, you've emptied yourself? Well, I mean, in many ways, definitely when I stand on stage and share it with people very much, you know, you come off stage slightly, slightly knackered from, uh, from exposing your emotions quite yeah. so heavily. From another therapy session. Yeah, exactly. You and, know, and I do a ton of interviews. That's the, I never have to pay out on therapists. <laughs> do, do interviews. And, and the thing about, you know, the different subjects here, I checked with you off air. I hope I can say this now. Of course. Um, you know, I said, everything's all right at home, isn't it, James? And you said, no, it's fine. I know, I know what you're going to say um, because there's lots of songs on there about what sound like other people and, you know, other places and other times. And he said, no, but it's all great. And I have balanced it with, with songs about my wife, letting, reassuring her that she is everything to me. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, you hear it one way. I hear the album, often half of it, at least, as a great celebration. You know, I'm the guy who wrote You're Beautiful um, about uh, seeing someone. Uh, uh, and, and, I, and I went home. And that was a second in time, really, of my life. And I went home and I wrote a song called you beautiful. I've met a person who uh, I will hopefully be with for the rest of my life. I need to make bigger statements to that person, <laughs> celebrate that. And you can't just say oh, it's great to be with you for the rest of my life. That that's, doesn't quite cut it. Can't use the words "you're beautiful" again. Done uh, and dusted. <laughs> you're beautiful so, too. You know, so on this, there's a, you know other songs. What can you think of? Uh, the song called "Beside You" is you know I heard there's a song that God only knows, and it's keeping me dancing beside you. Nobody here knows how the melody goes, but it's keeping me dancing beside you. Or songs like uh, "All the Love That I Ever Needed." I got it from you you know you can't say uh, anything more clearly so the songs that are there's one there about uh, somebody else who i presume you maybe it's not you uh you you receive an one somebody receives an invite from someone from their past about the fact they're getting married and there's lamentation in the fact that you know it could have been me it wasn't me it's now somebody else um that you have a boyfriend i didn't even know existed you know yeah, well, you know, I live, uh, I'm at an age, uh, I'm at that age, uh, Chris, where, you know, uh, we, my generation, kind of getting married now, kind of having young families now, and I have mates who, you know, their first loves, they've got a, they might have missed that boat now. They've got to either jump on that ship or else that ship is sailing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, their, their first loves will have, are getting married now. So, I'm, you know, a lot of my mates are saying, oh, God, what happens to me? Um, and, you know, and, uh, and so that's often what I'll write about, too, is about, yeah, watching, watching 
exciting. The experiences have got a, a song called I Won't Die With You. Uh, and it's, you know, mate mine is he's just of a certain age where he thinks that life is over and he hasn't got a fire for life. And I'm asking, come on, where's the fire inside? You know, now's all gravy. We've, we know where we are. We know who we're with. We know where we're, what jobs we're going to have in life. Now's, now's the bonus years. And let's, it, let's enjoy it. So it's just, yeah, this is an adult album, I suppose, about grown-ups rather than the, the, you know, the questions we had as teenagers of who we who we're going to meet, what we're going to do, and what, where life was going to take us. This is okay. Come on, we're we're in the moment now. And you talk about you know your love for your dad in Monsters, and now you're talking about uh, the love of friends, both um, past and, and present, and the love of your partner. And you know, as a dad, you know, the Beatles said all you need is love. Is it? It's just all about. Is it all about love? Yeah, come on, of course it is, yeah. and, and a healthy drink beside you as well. <laughs> Love is true. <laughs> you know, my wife wakes up with a shot of tequila beside the bed every oh. morning because for her, that love is tested because she wakes up with me every day. And this, this also, you know, you, they say you are what you consume, but there's that phrase in the you are what you eat, but if you just take eat as consumption, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot recently. You know, you consume hate, you become hate. You consume wellness, you become well. You consume love, you become love. You consume Ibiza, you become Ibiza. There's, there's this low-level Ibiza rhythm to a lot of the album that's going on. Yeah, Ibiza's definitely rubbing off on me in different ways. I was recording in a studio throughout the summer and, and you know, been the studio that David Guetta's using, him in the next door studio. And, yeah, maybe I was just stealing the beats that was coming through the wall. Um, and having a, bit, like a couple of up-tempo songs on there, but they're the celebrations of, you know, of where I'm at. How happy are you with this album? I'm, I'm super thrilled. It's been so, it's so amazing to have a greatest hits. I never expected I'd ever reach that moment in my life. That's a proper, proper musicians do that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but then to be signed up for a new record deal and be released uh, and to be able to write songs yeah, for, for me again um, and not worry about an audience, not have them in the room, has been a great, great, great release, and you can hear that. Right, I just got to get nip over. Tell me what song's coming next, because I know that. But to give a shout out to James' amazing band, who couldn't be nicer people to have around. They've been around many car fests. They've done a Diner Disco already. They're doing one again next year. Can we hear it for John Garrison on bass and vocals, please? Chris Pemberton on keys and vocals. Paul Sayer, guitar and vocals. Asker Merla on drums and vocals. And you may have heard of this guy, James Blunt, lead vocals. And the gold just keeps on coming. Who's next, Vass? He's been making people laugh for 30 years and he's only just warming up. Tickets are on sale now for his Jibber Jabber Jamboree Tour, which begins on Man on Monday. So please welcome Comedies, Geordie Juggernaut, the truly global Ross Noble. All right, Ross. Hello. Oh, how how lovely to be here. It's great, isn't it? You know what? I'm sl- I'll be honest with you. I'm, uh, I'm slightly, uh, slightly nervous. I'm not a nervous person. No. No, you're not. Slightly nervous coming in today because, mm-hmm. right, James Blunt's in the building, yes. right? And I thought he was going to be, like, sat right next to us, but right. he's, he's over there, isn't he? So yeah. I'm a little bit nervous because here's the thing, right? I bought uh, an ex-army tank, right? I bought a, t- <laughs> I bought a tank, right? Are, this aren't, they, aren't they all ex-army? That's true. Yeah, yes, okay, you sorry. can get the. Uh, I think the Salvation Army they <laughs> okay, do a few, but they're they're, they're all uh, tambourines. Uh, so I, yeah, I bought a tank. Well, right. it was it was a self-propelled artillery gun, right? Because uh, <laughs> if ever there's a man who would appreciate this, you know, when you sort of go, I want to buy a silly thing, yeah, right? You know, so I, so I bought the tank and I was sort of driving it around. Now here's the thing, right, <laughs> Mr. James Blunt, right? Was this knee like Commander James Blunt or <laughs> yeah. Captain? Captain? And he's a proper he's a proper tank driver. Yeah. And I just as I was coming in and people sort of, like. 
people that know that I've got the tank, you know, I'll, I'll be filling up with petrol and people go, Ross, still got your tank? Still got your tank? And I, as we're coming into here, I thought, oh no, he's going to go. You know, like if you're driving a, if you're driving a sports car and a Formula One driver yeah. and he just goes, oh, weekender. Mm. So yeah, so I was just a little bit worried that he's going to go, you're a weekend tank driver. See, now I just want to talk about your tank for 10 minutes, but I've got to talk about your tour because that's why you're here. RossNoble.com. Go and see Ross. He starts in the Isle of Man on Monday, as Vassar said. Uh, it's a 58-day tour. Goes all over the UK. RossNoble.com. It's going to be really funny. If you hear the title Jibber Jabber Jamboree, that's to do with Ross. RossNoble.com. Right, back to the tank. Yes, so, 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 so we've done that. We've looked at so, it. Uh, um, and also, oh, by the way, Carlisle, yes. we've had to cancel the Carlisle gig. Why? Rack concrete, my friend. Hello? You know the rack concrete that they yeah. had in the schools yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. falling down? Oh, no. The science centre in Carlisle it is unsafe. Can't you pop up somewhere else in Carlisle? I, they don't, there's not a huge amount. It's Can't you like do it from the end. tank? Can't you just do it like, <laughs> you know, through the shop and pull up that. at a car park or your friendly mall and declare comedy? I, I don't I don't get involved <laughs> with the logistics. But yeah, rat concrete, so sorry about that. Anyway, yes. No, so, huge apologies, Carlisle. Um, yes. Well, where's the? I wonder where the nearest date to Carlisle is. Now we are into talking about the tour, and Newcastle. I think Newcastle. Oh, Sally yes, round the corner. Round the corner, isn't it? Yes. So, so, um, so yes. tell us about this because it is a. It's a funny purchase. I like it. I'm a big fan of this purchase. You yeah, can tell. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, does it have wheels or does it have tracks? It's tracks. It's a. It's a, yeah, like a fully. T- a f- it has tracks. A fully track and a gun. It's like uh, yeah, Abbott four three three, and uh, you drive it around with levers. And, then if it has uh, tracks, yeah, 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 exactly levers. Now, Do you have to have license. Uh, Do you have to have a license. Well, look. <laughs> yes, but no. There's rules, and there's the the there's uh, you can get an H license to drive on the road, right? If you oh. want to want to drive it on the road. But the thing is, right, that uh, I went and did some uh, some gigs out in Afghanistan, right, for the troops, well right? Yeah, yeah, they love a laugh. The Taliban. The um, I'm joking. <laughs> so anyway, the point is, while I was there, this the was the t- it's just it's just got it. <laughs> I just got it. I just allowed myself to sorry, laugh at it. Sorry. There's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So while I was out there, yeah. and uh, you know, all the guys out there, they're like, you know, they really, they love their equipment and they love showing it off. And they said, "Oh, do you want to?" You mean you... their soldiers? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah the okay. soldiers. They like to show off their stuff. Yes. And uh, they said, "Would you like to? Would you like to sit in a tank?" And I went, "Oh yes, I would." And I got in it. I went, Hang on a second. This looks familiar. Oh. And I went, click, click, click. And I like, and there's no, you no. can't, you can't drive it. So did um, you know yeah. the procedure to turn it on? Honestly, yeah, it's quite easy. It's because they're quite analog, aren't they? Yeah, still? exactly. It's not like a helicopter. But I would give that a go. How hard can it be? So there was um, where I live. We're very lucky to be. But everybody come in by the way. People keep saying, yeah, "Come in, it's come all right." In. Everybody come in and talk, meet Ross. Um, we, it is a bit. Weird. I'll be honest. That's yeah. why I waved. That's why I waved to them because it does have a slight feeling of a, a zoo feel. I know that they're behind the glass. There Get is a zoo it. format for a oh, radio show, yes. but we don't need to be in an actual yes. zoo to to have that going. That's it. Come in. Everybody, That's come it. in. Come in. As long as James Blunt isn't there so with a squad. We had a tank driving down our. High Street the day because there was a thing in the park on a Saturday. We have lots of things in the park, and we're very lucky. Yes, and I and it was going. Hang on, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt. You had a thing in the park. Yeah, we just have, we have do. There are events like, in the like park, a, like a fete. Yes, yeah, sometimes there's a fete, sometimes there's a comedy festival, sometimes right, okay. there's a flat. Yeah. So, but every weekend you never know what's going. You can find out, but I'd rather yeah. not know. I'm, I like to be surprised by my own town. Right. You know, and, and one day past this thing was uh, military vehicles of, of your yes. yesterday, and there was a tank coming down our high street. But it was a proper. It was no offense to your tank, yeah. right? But it was a big full-on tank, and I thought that's not allowed because right. it was literally churning up the tarmac. 
Ah. And you've got to be careful with that, haven't you? Yeah, well, there's little there's little um, rubber pads that you're supposed to put <laughs> you're in. Suppo- you're supposed, you're to, supposed put to put in, but it sounds to me like, are you sure you weren't being invaded? Maybe, maybe could, that was it. It could have been. To be honest, it wasn't a great invasion because in, in, it, it passed by unnoticed, if not admired. Right, yeah, okay. Different. But the great thing about them is that if you do want to buy one, and I heartily recommend you do, <laughs> they're uh, congestion charge exempt. No, what they about are, ULES? They, oh, that's a tricky one, <laughs> I isn't bet it? they're ULES exempt as they well. They probably are. They are. That's so, what they should have done. Instead of all of those people, you know, that were complaining, going, oh, we shouldn't have the yeah. ULES, because, you know, they should have just done that. They should have just bought an entire... Fleet, a, a fleet armada a, a whatever flotilla what is a uh, a battalion battalion a of battalion tanks. of tanks and just on. rolled it through rolled it through the streets you know there's les now sorry so there's you les right and there's les that's just a bloke isn't it that's what, no, that's what we thought that's what we thought oh you les and yeah. now there's les right because they've extended the ultra emissions zone yes but it's not ultra it's just what it's it's it sounds like it's gone down a level but it's gone up Oh, so you ultra the ultra low emission zone is central London. They've extended now, and now that is less, not you. Right. Well, I I I got an electric car. I got the electric car. (laughs) Come on. And uh, the one that I've got right is uh, because that's the thing. It's hard when you. It's nice to see you enjoying your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've got to get around. Of course. I tell you what, it's a bit weird though when you go into the garage and you go, you do a trade in on a tank, and he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me you turned up in the tank. You did. It would have been great. You should have done. Just gone. How much you give me for that? Yeah. Well, or, or look, we can negotiate, but you know, I have come. This is where I'm starting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, um, yeah, so I got, I got the. You'll know about this year, didn't you? And all the car people. The guys there with the car fest t shirt. Yes, are, are you big car guys? Like proper they, car guys? Yeah, but yeah? they run the festival. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so if they weren't before, they are now. Otherwise, That's, it's I a strange thought, way of handing in your P45. I just, I just thought they were fans. I thought yeah. they were big fans well, of it. I like to think they're fans yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, they've got the t shirts. Another sackable offence. Is, is that one of the perks of running the festival? They get a free T-shirt. Yes, fantastic. That's right in last year's colours. Thank um, you. Oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> so the the one that I got was, uh, you know, because they haven't got the noise when you you know you accelerate. Yeah, you stuff, can, you, you don't, can have added noise. Oh, the, well, yeah, but this is the thing. Yeah. The one that I got right, uh-huh. it's got the uh, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. You know the the composer yeah. hands him. So you accelerate and it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. It's great. It's, it's magnificent. It's... Except what I want, what they haven't done, right? Is, 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 is this the, all in the tour? Because it should be. <laughs> it might be. Come we'll, on, we'll find out if the if the rest of the theatres don't fall down to some <laughs> standard concrete. The uh, hands him. He did the music for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I think instead of them going, and so when you accelerate, it should go. But there's no feature for that. I think it probably can. No, I think it probably can. Do you reckon can. it can? Yeah, and because the, the, I mean, this has been going on for years. So Porsche, you've got the Taycan now, the old electric Taycan. But of course, it doesn't sound like a Porsche, you know. And if you if you were into your 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 more traditional Porsches, and then you you acquired a family, or you're of an age now, and you think, oh, I'll go Taycan, but it's a bit of, it's a family car. So yeah. it's a very beautiful family car. It's got the arches of the Miura, which is based on. It's a nice looking of, thing. Yeah. Do they burst into flames though? No, they don't. Okay. They don't. They if, if they do, I'm going to say they don't okay. just because of the p- potential litigation. I, no, no, of course they don't. Okay, fine. I don't think they do. But um, that's a battery thing anyway. So, sorry. No, because that, no, that is a battery thing. <laughs> right. It's not. The, it's the batteries. So there's lots of these right. super yacht fires now. There's more super yacht fires than ever before, right. and most of them start in the toy shop on the boat oh, where they keep all the you know all the yeah, skidoos and all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, yeah. because the crew. 
um, buy cheaper batteries and yeah. the, it's the batteries that catch fire. Yeah, you don't get that on below decks, do you? You don't, you don't. I'd like to but say that. I think that. it's coming in the next series. Wait, you know, you know what? It's got to go somewhere. You, you know when the uh, you know when the mobile phone ringtones first came in? Yes. And you could pick your ringtone? Yes. I'm thinking a business idea. Come on. You can record your own noise for the cars mm. and then like you could like say the Porsche one you yeah. turn it on yeah. and instead of an engine it could just be somebody going Porsche 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 who, who was it that did that somebody did that didn't they an impressionist did no different cars oh yes it was uh, it was little and large Little and large starting up the car. <laughs> so it was like here's Lulu starting up the car Wait. 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 Little and Large saw the future. Yeah. Nostradamus. Who knew that oh. Little and Large were visionaries? Right. Sid Little's a registration plate was Sid126. Really? On his Mercedes. And Paul Daniels used to have uh, Magic. Magic One. He did, he did. He had Magic One. Yeah, it was actually MAG1C. Oh, was it? It was, it was literally Magic. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think, I think he had... I think he might have had Magic One and Two because he got the other one for Debbie's car. Yeah, brilliant! Oh, it's the best yeah. ever. Um, so I'm on tour, yeah. Yeah, he's on tour. He's definitely on tour. <laughs> it's always and happens. the sooner the better, to be honest. It's always happens. Uh, he's got his and, own wheels. Oh, and also, this is I... why you're talking about cars because subconsciously, I'm on tour. I've got to keep on the move. Yeah, oh, let's talk about moving things. That is true. Go on. Can I also plug Vassos's book? How to run a marathon. Definitely not. Uh, RossNoble.com. No, 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 Thank you, Ross. That's all we got time for. Aww. Can you get James to do an extra song, please? Thank you very much. Um, go on, then. Tell us why. Because I read Vassos's oh, book. No, don't say the next bit. Go and on. I, he's, he's ruined my life. Because? Um, because yeah. I, I went and ran a marathon. He I didn't went, just run. By the way, he didn't. Most no, people don't, don't, start no. with London. Yeah. You had a nice sort of flat, gentle Berlin, Chicago. Ross, right? Right. What's the hardest marathon in Australia? <laughs> One preferably involves mountains and like miles and miles on sandy beaches. Mm. I'll do that one for my first marathon. I was so thrilled when oh. you emailed me about that because it was just... What do you mean could... when he emailed? What you, what's all this fraternising with the guests? It's, it's called <laughs> the Chris Evans breakfast show. It's not called <laughs> the Vassos of my new friend's breakfast show. Well, if it's any consolation... It's not... Con- there's no, I don't no, care no, what no. you're going to say. There's no consolation here. No, there is here. a consolation here. <laughs> I've told you, I've read your book. Oh, yeah, I've read all of your right, books. Right. That's, is, that, is that all right? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, OK. Yeah. If you'd like to buy Chris's books, they're all excellent. But Once the point, a narcissist, those are narcissists. But the point is, is that I read Vassos's book, right? Right? Mm. And then while I was doing this crazy thing, running along the sand and yes. everything, yes. I started to go, like, all the advice in the book, all of the stuff that he all talked rubbish. about. All rubbish, absolutely bothered. You know what? I started thinking about him. I started thinking about you. And? So I was Which think- helped the most? So- <laughs> <laughs> well, you were behind me and I was running quicker. <laughs> Yay! I don't know what he's running from, but I'm running from him. So, so while I was in a, in a bit of a pain cave on a long, long, Ooh. sandy, long, difficult bit, mm. I was thinking of your smiling, upbeat face. So there you go. Thank he you so wrote much. the book. You were in I got. Head. I have the face. Is that all right? <laughs> You're um, the face of Tell pain. us about your pain cave. Tell us about your pain cave. Oh, look, it's one of those things... Some people love the pain cave. I can't stand it. Not for you? Not for me. No. I. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, as Vassal says, it turns out mm. marathons are a lot easier to run on uh, flat ground. and the, uh, Downhill's uh, even better. The, no, <laughs> that was, but that was the opposite. On these crazy, on the on the mountain ones. Yeah, mountains. But as that, you run into, because it's so yeah, steep. Yeah. I hadn't, I'd, I'd practiced running uphill, hadn't practiced running down. Yeah, no, but I mean, just roads that slope down, they're great. Right, so, okay. So the first six miles of the London Marathon, all downhill. Great North Run, all downhill at start as well. Yeah. There was, I watched a thing about two guys doing a crazy ultra marathon, and he's, because of the downhills, 
his legs were so sore, the only way he could run was backwards. And he still had like four or five miles to go. He's already he's on like 90 miles or And he's running backwards. And like when he's going forward, he's like, ah, I can't move. And he went, hang on a second. And he trots in backwards. going, I'm fine now. So, but there's uh, some, I mean, there's some films about people running, aren't there? There's loads of running documentaries and loads of, loads of films on YouTube and Netflix. And where they go. I mean, clearly, some people like the pain cave. You love the pain cave, don't you, Vass? I just don't like I've been there. And I, I'm, I'm, there's growth in it and there's experience in it. And I'm glad to know what it feels like. But I don't like it. Tash, my wife's running 53 miles tomorrow. Wow. Uh, she loves it. She's bringing it on. The more pain, the better. Yeah, it's not that I love the pain. It's just that I love the person that emerges from the pain and I love the feeling of just being in flow. And Ross, you're about to have it. You, you've signed up to Ultras now. Yeah. Come let's, on, tell let's, us. Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's not, Well, strictly speaking, that one that I did was like 44. So I'm claiming that I've done an Ultra. Well, that but, is 44. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think that's like uh, in a year, year and a bit. I'm not going too quickly. There's a big long one. I'm going to have a go at Which that. Which one? Because uh, it's called the... Uh, the the two, it's, it's in Australia. It's the, right. t- the Two Beers Trail nice. 50 something. You're so. married to an Australian lady, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yes. Um, what is, I've not been to Australia ever. Yeah, wait, no, what? Never. I know it's mad, Never. isn't it? I know. Do you know why? Is it uh, the long plane journey? Would no, it's not. Long? That's funny, isn't it? We were talking about this today. People moaning about, uh, I've got to go to bed late tonight. I'm, I, I've got to fly to um, Cape Town tomorrow. What, you mean you've got to sit in a chair for 11 hours being given brought oh food God, and drink? It's, it's the greatest thing ever. Of course I, it is. I, I flew in like two days ago. I had 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. Just watching movies. The longer the flight, the better. I'd be doing that at home. Oh, my God, it's a 24-hour flight. You're not flying the plane. You're not building <laughs> yeah, the plane. Exactly. You're not flapping yeah. your arms. You're just sitting on a seat watching amazing films and just... Yeah. You know, falling out of the, I don't know, food coma every now and again. Yeah. Anyway, no, why, I don't. Why? why? why because do you I think I might fall in love with it and I think I might that might be the end of me. I, th- I just have an, a sense that Australia might be the place for me. Right. Here's what we're doing. Come on. Right. Here's what we're doing. Yep. Bring the show. Bring the show to Australia. This one? This show. Who wants to go to Australia? Who wants to go to Australia? <laughs> right. Bring the show. Do it in my back garden. Wow. And then. We'll all go. We'll all go running down the beach and, all, and, and through the mountains, and Let's we can celebrate that. with a um, a no beer cheer because I'm off the booze now. You know that. Oh wow! 140 days today. You know I do, I've never drunk. I know this one. Ne- never this, drunk. This is where oh. I'm going. And are you loving it? I can't tell you how it's so enjoyable. I've got to be honest. The first few weeks, I was thinking. I still feel terrible, right. and then somebody said, "No, no, that's because you blame feeling terrible on the alcohol." You feel right. terrible anyway, so you just got to stop feeling. You got to sort yourself out. Yeah, yeah. But the compound, I think, co- compound interest is everything for me now. Right. Whether it, whether it's working, keeping fit, relationships, you put the hours in, you put the hours in, you yeah. put the hours in, and then right at the end they pay off. But God, do they pay off? They pay off from here to infinity and beyond. If I can borrow a phrase from the great Buzz Lightyear, the co- <laughs> I can feel the compound benefit creeping up on me now. Yeah. I feel fantastic but i didn't for ages right well, you must feel like this all you, the time well you know what i've just discovered right you ready everyone here we go this is a are you thing, ready everyone right you ready for this can't hear. Right? You're ready, everyone. this is a, this is a thing right you know what i've just discovered and it's partly through all of this sleep yeah <laughs> it turns out i've heard about that. i had no idea i know this sounds insane right <laughs> turns out water and sleep quite important right mm. didn't realize because you know i've been a comedian since i was a, just a tiny child 
not a lot of sleep. <laughs> tiny child. Like, oh, yeah, for, for his first ever tour, the Tiny Child Tour. Yeah, well, Sold yeah. out, didn't it? Yeah, they had to put the mics down really low, <laughs> like that. There's, uh, so, yeah, for, so for years, I work late, I sleep late, and I've got a lot of energy. I'd get, I don't sleep a lot, but it turns out, and then, you know, you start running about the place, and you're doing, like, long runs and stuff, and you go, oh, this is easier if I actually... Actually, sleep. That's crazy, eh? And it turns out unbelievable. Who knew? I know. Sleep is sleep, a thing. Exercise and eating and drinking things that are good for you. Oh, oh, I got. Let's not it's go. Like a miracle. Let's not go too far. Go I'm on tour for the next five months. There'll um, be, there'll yeah, be I no. Mean, that, that there'll, is a thing. there'll be no fresh vegetables for well, me. That is the thing. You got to. Be, well, there should be. You know, there should be. Well, there should be. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I reckon I would say at least ninety percent of touring comedians have scurvy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and haven't seen an actual non-paper plate for a, a good while. Yeah, um, who was it that had? Uh, oh, Steven Spielberg's parents. There you go. Okay. Where's this one come from? Cool. Steven Spielberg's parents only ever ate, along with the the young Spielberg Jr. and his siblings, only ever ate from paper plates with plastic knives and forks on disposable tablecloths because his mum hated washing up. <laughs> And well, that's a true story. Well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> because when I, when I first moved to London, yes. myself and my flatmate, who we, we used to watch that show Men Behaving Badly, and go, they're not even trying. <laughs> they're not even trying. We lived like pigs, like absolute pigs. And it was one of the things where I got so... Like, there was a massive pile of washing up. And it was that thing that we never did the washing up. And there was everything was crusted together. Growing. And, and I went, right, here's what we're doing. Right. We're getting paper plates. So I went and got the paper plates. But here's the thing. Once you've used all the paper plates, you think, oh, we haven't got any more paper Easy plates. Again. So I started... I, I started just just wiping the paper plates no! down. So we started... No! We start, And the, the point where I went, oh, this needs to stop, was I was making some spaghetti and I didn't... <laughs> I'm literally going to throw and I didn't, I didn't own a colander at the time and I went, I know what I'll do. I'll make a cone out of a paper plate. <laughs> And I'll pour this. You know that magic trick where they used to like that. You back pour to, the water. everything leads yeah. back to Paul Daniels. Everything back to Paul Daniels. Yeah. And uh, the uh, and, and so I poured it through. Here's the thing about the paper: <laughs> it went soggy. All of the spaghetti came out, and it went through all the dirty washing up. Oh. And you're left with a choice there. You think. Am I going to cook more spaghetti or am I going to fish out oh, the... Or I'm going to earn a few quid, become famous and get a dishwasher. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Ross, great to see you, man. It's always a pleasure. Um, I love the fact we have a... The, chat, the chats we have are anything but the tour. So the tour just, stays yeah, fresh. Yeah, we just... Yeah. It's good, man. Turn up on the tour. Right, when, so next year, this show, from my back garden. Love it. And then we'll go through the hills. It's funny because Visit Australia have been sniffing around the show for a sponsorship. That should... Get him over the line, oh, I reckon. Yeah, definitely. I'm not joking, by Is the way. Is that true? Yeah, completely true. Right, it's happening. RossNoble.com. Let's hear from Ross. Jibber Jabber Jamboree. Thank you, Vassos. You've thank been you, amazing Chris. all week. Thank you to the team. Uh, thank you to David Williams for being on the show today. And how about the biggest round of applause for the one, the only, doing all the heavy lifting, James Blunt and his gang. Yay. James, it's a brand new album, a brand new book. Have a great weekend, everyone. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. It won't be like this forever, so just enjoy it while it's here. It's a really wonderful thing. And James Bay. It's about me. It's about my relationship with Lucy. It sums up so much of what went into writing this whole album. We're all works in progress. I still don't necessarily know who I am. And Depeche Mode's Dave Gahan remembering the late, great Andy Fletcher. 
Fletcher. I'll be honest with you, the first thought that came in my head was, I wish I'd been a bit kinder. Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradiouk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.